he would love to tell the story. And with a name like Legion, that has got to be a conversation starter. I mean, if someone came up to you and said, hi, my name is Legion, you'd have questions, right? I mean, you'd, you'd be forced to say, that's an interesting name. Where did you come up? Where did you get that? Right, and, and as he would go on and share his story with you, you would probably be overwhelmed a bit at all that God had done for him, just like he seemed to be overwhelmed with all that he had done for him. You can imagine him perhaps later in life with, with family around him, children, perhaps even grandchildren on his knees, and him being excited to tell that story, right? You can uh, imagine in your mind's eye being so excited years later at being able to tell a story that his family probably knew all too well and had memorized already because, well, they had heard it so many times. But it was a story that he, he loved to tell. I, I imagine it went a little something like this. I lived in an area that wasn't very religious. In fact, the religious aspects of, of where I grew up was, was really, I guess, polytheistic might be the best way, right? A belief in, in many gods, very superstitious, very pagan, right? There was a mix of some of the Roman and Greek gods that we had learned from people who had traveled through the area. We also kind of mixed in with that our, our own ideas of what God was like. And, and we came up with ideas as far as that we had about how we could please those, those different gods. I was selfish. And that was before even the demons came into my life. I, I was selfish, thought really no one, of no one else but myself. And, and, and soon after those demons came into my life, things just went from, from bad to worse. I hurt myself. I, I lived among tombs, living among the place where people put their dead. I not only hurt myself, I, I would hurt those that would, would come around. I didn't wear clothes. I, I, I acted in, in many times like an animal. In fact, the people, that didn't, surprising, that didn't stop the people from trying to help me. Right? People would come and, and they'd show pity and, and want to help because they would see uh, one of their fellow human beings in, in a difficult and trying situation, so they would try to help. In fact, they would bind me. And that must have been really hard for them. They, they would bind me with shackles in, in order to protect me from myself and, and to protect others. And yet the, the demons that, that lived inside of me gave me this superhuman strength that enabled me to, to break those chains and to overcome it got me to the point, really, where self-mutilation and public humiliation was really, well, really all the devil and my life could offer me. It was not a very nice existence. And one day, that all changed. I mean, I was, I was there, living, but really dying, I, I was there, but really doing more harm than good. And one day, 
Jesus comes and he steps off this boat and things begin to change. I didn't know who Jesus was. But the demons certainly did. They knew and and understood who Jesus was. In fact, they were terrified of him. They knew that here before them, walking towards them, was the very Son of God. They they knew here was the one who had created all things, and and they they were terrified. Maybe that's an important thing just for you to keep in mind. That when you talk about the devil and his fallen angels, those demons, and Jesus, it isn't a a fight of equals but opposites. Here was God himself, God Almighty, who had created all things, and the fight wasn't even close to being equal. Right, with those devils, those demons living inside of me, I could have the the superhuman strength of a thousand demons, and yet, when the Son of God came before me, all I could do was fall at his feet in terror. Terror, because not only did the demons know and understand who Jesus was, was, was true God clothed in human flesh, But they were terrified because they knew what their rebellion against God meant. And I was no better. I knew my rebellion against God. I I knew all the the dark parts of of my own heart and and the things that I had done in my life that, that brought me shame and embarrassment. And so I was terrified as well to stand before God. The demons begged. Right? They, they asked, Lord, we're terrified of the abyss. We're terrified of that eternal place of suffering that you have declared for us. Send us into this, these, this herd of pigs. And Jesus permitted them. And he, he, the, the, those demons left me and they went into the pigs. And the pigs ran off into a lake because really that's what evil does it's only destructive right and and I, I began to understand a little bit more about what the bible says when it says there is a way that seems right to to man there's a way that seems right but if it goes against god if it rebels against god all it does is ultimately lead to death The demons leave. And once again, I was all alone. But I wasn't alone. And I'll never be alone. Because Jesus stepped off that boat. And he didn't step off the boat to destroy me. But he stepped off that boat to help me. He, he stepped off that boat and he, he came up to me and he cleansed me and he cleaned me and he fed me. He helped me and he, he reminded me that he had come just not to do this for me but for an entire world of sinners. And he taught me about how as the Savior he had come to, to save an, an entire world of sinners who were lost in sin. That he came to 
the helpless. He came to finally drive out the devil and overcome his works so that he could give eternal life to his children. Man, there was, there was never such an uplifting news that I had heard, ever heard in my entire life that here, God himself had come to save me. After all that I had done. You can imagine, perhaps, a bit of the excitement I, I felt in my heart as, as I witnessed and, and, see, and saw all the things that my God had, had done for me. And so I, I only imagine that the people nearby would, would have that same excitement about all that had happened, and yet when the, the people that had been herding and, and tending the pigs went and told everybody else, well, everyone came. They came and they pigs, and they saw me, and I was in a right mind. I was no longer filled with demons, and, and, and they saw Jesus, and the people were afraid. They were afraid of, of Jesus and his power, and, and that made me sad. And what was worse is they asked Jesus to leave, they were so afraid. And so I begged him, please, Lord, let me come with you. And he said, no. He said, no, because what I want you to do is go and tell your story. Right? Tell your story about how I came. Tell your story about Jesus and his love for you. Tell the story to your family, to the people living in your town. Tell that story about how much God loved you and all that God has done for you. Now, I don't know if that man kept the name Legion for the rest of his life. I'm looking forward to finding out when I meet him in heaven. But we know that he listened to Jesus' instructions and did it. That he was excited to tell that story of all that Jesus had done for him because we're told the next time Jesus came into that region, crowds came. Not to tell him to leave, but great crowds came to hear and to, to, to hear Jesus' Savior and all that that Savior had come to do. They came to see that the great miracles God would do because there in front of them was God himself. That man told his story again and again and again about all that Jesus had done for him, about the great love God had shown him. And it showed because Jesus comes back and people want to hear all about who he was. They wanted to hear about Jesus' love. You and I have a story Perhaps it's, it's deeply personal in that we have there's brokenness in our life. Perhaps there's dark sins in our past, things that we look back on and that fills our hearts with shame and regret and embarrassment. Or perhaps your story is, is simple. 
but we have a story to tell, don't we? A, a story to tell about a Savior who, who loves us. A Savior who came into a sin-darkened world and came to fix the brokenness of our lives and to bring light into our own dark hearts. You and I have a story that's all about a Savior who loved us so much that he came, well, to, to, de- to defeat the devil by, by dying. He, he came to, to overcome all of our sins by claiming them as his own and taking them to a cross where he, he, he took the punishment all our sins deserve so that he could look us in the eye and say, you're forgiven. You are my dear child. Right? You and I have a story about Jesus and his love for us that talks all about how he defeated death by dying. But not staying dead and rising from the dead so that you and I can be assured that we have life eternal. Man, whether our story is deeply personal and has deep and dark twists that perhaps nobody else knows about, or, or maybe it's super simple. You and I have a story to tell, don't we? A story about Jesus and his love. Amen. Our Savior Lutheran Church is located on the south side of Birmingham off Highway 280. We are on Dunnett Valley Road, about three quarters of a mile east of Treetop Family Adventure and Sports Blast. Our Sunday services begin at 1015 with Sunday School and Bible Class at 9 o'clock. We welcome visitors and hope to see you soon. For more information, please visit our website at OurSaviorBirmingham.com. Click on Sermons at the top of the page for a copy of today's service folder. You can also find us online on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.